Welcome to Law Light, a quick dose of legal levity as we shine some light on the heartbeat of the legal field. I'm Melinda Delmonico, CEO of Gibson Arnold and Associates, and I'm here today with Dee Dee Norman, Director of Partners and Mergers and Acquisitions for Gibson and Arnold. So thank you for joining us today for our Partners on the Move series. And today's topic is Behind the Curtain, Demystifying the Lateral Partner Process. So Didi, welcome. Thank you. And I'm so excited to to hear your, your brilliance and comments about your experiences with partners. I hope I live up to your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> so just to kick this off, I, I think it would be nice to begin with just the mindset of a law firm when they are wanting to hire someone and we're beginning that interviewing process, as well as the, uh, what the candidate's mindset should be. Sure. I, I would even uh, start by asking you, what do you feel is the mindset of a law firm when they're expanding a practice area or they're looking to hire? I think the firms, depending on the structure of the firm, they're looking at their ability to grow and to expand. They're looking at their business from a growth state. And so we have firms that have offices in multiple locations that are domestic and international, and maybe they want to get into a marketplace, and it could be client-driven. It could be a strategic plan that they are targeting, for example, Houston or Denver or Washington, D.C., and it's part of the strategic growth plan for developing and expanding. And I also think that sometimes they have partners relocate to a particular city and they want to build around someone that has relocated and build on industry as well. Like what industries, Nashville's known for healthcare. It also has a lot of high tech. And so they're wanting to focus more to offset their work in California because they're in San Jose. So there's a lot of different expansion reasons and growth in what they're trying to achieve. And I think the mindset when they go into an interview is there are qualities that they're looking for and they've identified as a firm for fit. A lot of times when firms are talking about fit, they begin with personality. We want someone that we can get along with. We want excellent practitioners. And it's it's an absolute that everyone has to be excellent, right? Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> then there's the mindset of the book of business. When they're looking at a book of business as the business that the partners created, right? And what are they originating? Some of the firms not only look at origination, but they're looking at working. How much of that origination are they actually doing versus firms that look at pure origination that they're giving to others? And so with that, we've been tasked as an organization to identify exceptional talent and bring cultural fit, financial fit, um, practice fit, Yes. I would also say that given that, the lateral partner process of making a move can be lengthy sometimes because you end up meeting a lot of different partners at a new firm. And when 
they're looking at fit. They are looking at a lot of different dynamics. And it's also important not to take anything personally if it's not the best fit for you. One of our philosophies is everyone is in their perfect place. What that means is maybe this isn't it. And the exploration is so important to determine that. It doesn't mean it's not right to make a move now. It just means this isn't the right fit for you. I think that's such an important point because we do want to be in the right place. And I think if we approach it and and when you're going as a candidate going through an interview process there's a lot of desires and reasons for change and then also there's there are other partners who are completely happy but they're curious right and so maybe they just want to step out but then there's concerns about confidentiality or how much time is this going to take what's involved in this process um, that I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't do this right now. Or there's a pandemic going on. (laughs) (laughs) A what? (laughs) And they're they're not sure that it's the right time to step Mm -hmm. up. The resistance to change for some reason. So so I think when you step into that process and you open up to what is available, I don't think there's ever a bad uh, time to look at opportunity. Right. Because and, it is an ever-changing world. Yeah, I might even say it is always a good idea to look at multiple opportunities. I've seen attorneys get attached to looking at one opportunity at, with a law firm and having great rapport with the partners they interview with and almost get attached to this is where they're going to go. And it turns out the metrics don't work for the firm. And I'm not saying that attorneys have egos by any means. Ha ha ha. ha. Um, <laughs> but it, it could it almost feel hurtful if, if, or rejected, like a relationship. You can feel rejected because this firm didn't want you. It's never personal. They're looking at it from a business perspective, and it just may not be exactly what they need for their own growth. And there is going to be another firm that is perfect for you. Um, So I think it's important to look at multiple opportunities and not just be uh, sort of looking at one through a tunnel, just having tunnel vision on one particular firm. If you're going to look for opportunities, look at multiple opportunities. There are many opportunities out there. And if we think about the, the thing that comes to mind for me would be my confidentiality as a partner. So I now have my client base. I do not want information to be out that I am shopping my practice in any way. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if I want to make the change and I may just want to dip my toe Mm -hmm. to see what's out there because Mm -hmm. I'm curious and yeah, everything isn't completely perfect for the growth of my my platform right now, my Mm -hmm. current firm. Mm -hmm. And so I want to see, It's, it's okay and I'm doing fine. But maybe I want to see if there might be a little bit of a stronger platform, but I'm really concerned about confidentiality. What would you say to someone like me? I would say that firms that are looking at lateral hires are extremely sensitive to the confidentiality of those they're interviewing. They're very, very careful with that. I would say if a partner has a concern, I would go so far as to take a look at their website and the 
office that you're looking at examining for an opportunity, see if you know anyone. See if you know anyone. And I've talked to partners who ended up knowing someone specifically they used to work with who's now at the new firm that they're interviewing with and were able to say and be straightforward and honest and say, you know, Brian Brown is there and I'm very concerned about the confidentiality of this and I would prefer that he not know that I'm interviewing just for safety's sake. And they totally understand that. So if you want to go that extra mile and and check out their website and those who are at that particular office, do that if that makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah, and I, I also feel that managing partners are very willing to have a one-on-one meeting without anyone else knowing. Oh, and at a coffee shop, not at the office. <laughs> you don't have to be seen at our office. Well, we'll go meet you for coffee. <laughs> so now if you're the partner that is desiring a change, what are some comments about protecting their confidentiality through the process that they're more not as worried about things getting out, but at the same time they don't want it to get out broadly? What are some things that they can do? Well, uh, I think, like I just said, meeting for coffee somewhere. And and I think there needs to be an understanding that a first conversation is very preliminary. It is just an exploratory conversation. It means nothing necessarily. It's just almost like sniffing each other out. (laughs) It's very, very casual. So... You don't have to be concerned about that. And if you feel more comfortable, I don't want to be seen at your office, go for coffee. And then... And maybe be mindful who you share with. Oh, absolutely. Within your your office, office. absolutely. You definitely don't want to discuss it with your associate that you want to bring with you, ultimately. You also want to examine your partnership agreement. You want to make sure that you are dotting every I, crossing every T, and making sure if you do decide to make a move that you are following your partnership agreement to a T. And one of those common agreements is that you are not discussing it with anyone. So you shouldn't be talking to anyone about it. Yeah, and ethically, there is there are rules around that, right? You You can share information with partners, but you cannot approach associates and others when you're considering a change. Right. You can't talk to your clients about it (laughs) until you're making a change. So there is that delicate dance there. Um, But as far as privacy is concerned, one of the things you need to be aware of is that I think all firms at this point utilize some sort of lateral partner questionnaire. And at some point in the discussion, they're going to ask you to fill out some sometimes lengthy, extensive information about the hours that you're billing, your originations, your client list, you know, what you're expecting, cases you're getting from them. And it's extensive. Uh, Some have a short form and a long form. Some of them only have a long form. But the reality is, number one, in order to make a change, these days you're going to have to fill it out. And I will also say that if you're going to fill it out, do it as quickly as possible. There's a lot of information gathering on that. 
And once you've done the first one, if you're examining other opportunities, the next lateral partner questionnaires are gonna be easier. No two are exactly the same, but the information that you're gonna to need to gather in order to provide them is gonna be similar. It tends to make partners feel vulnerable. They are giving this firm their practice information. One of the things that you can be sure of is there is strict confidentiality with those lateral partner questionnaires. It is very strict. Um, the privacy practices that law firms use. They generated these forms uh, to protect themselves as well because they don't want someone who's going to promise the moon and the stars uh, and have no substance to back it up. So they're protecting themselves, but it's also a way for you to protect yourself. You want to make sure that you're going to start out with the best possible compensation situation with a new firm. So you want to tell them what you're bringing to the table. You want them to know. And one of the things that you're going to have to handle fairly soon in these conversations is conflicts. You need to make sure that you're not wasting your time interviewing with a firm when you find out it, it's not possible because of conflicts. And I think conflicts need, high level conflicts should be dealt with after the first interview. Just the high level ones so that no one is wasting time. Absolutely, and sometimes there are firms who will do a couple of interviews before they get to conflicts in the lateral partnership questionnaire. Um, so that varies from firm to firm, but it's something partners need to expect. And with the lateral partner questionnaire, when you when you think about preparing for that, what what are some ways that you can organize yourself to be prepared to fill that out and complete it? Well, I think annually you need to be aware of your working hours, your billing hours, your originations. I think that you need to know what your practice is. Uh, there are attorneys who are looking at a move and they're not privy to the information. This is your practice. You deserve to have that information. And I think staying on top of that to, to evaluate your practice and where you are and what it is you're being compensated for is very important to stay on top of that in general. And like I said, once you've been able to gather that information for the first lateral partner questionnaire, for the first firm you're looking at, it's easier to fill out the rest of them because even though they're not exactly the same, you have the basic information that you're mm -hmm. going to need. I think the other thing that can be helpful is, is annually updating and creating a business plan. Oh, I think that's a fantastic idea. Some firms ask for one. Some firms don't. But to have a business plan, to know what your five-year goals are, and to, to look at what is needed in order to get there and examine what you have and what you don't have, and look at, wow, if I could leverage this new firm, what could I gain from this? And to be able to put it in writing is hugely beneficial. So if we just walk through the process from beginning to end of what, what will a partner expect going through an interview process with another law firm? Typically, you're going to have a preliminary conversation and usually it will be with, let's say, the managing partner of the local office. So you'll have, or the hiring partner. So you'll have a casual conversation, just kind of an ex, ex exploratory conversation. If that goes well, 
you'll indicate that you're interested in continuing the discussion and then you'll set up another meeting usually bringing in more partners or a practice chair from another office or from the same office so usually you're going to start getting higher levels maybe then conversations with executive committee members and so forth generally you are going to be interviewing and sort of moving up the ranks in the interview you are going to fill out the lateral partner questionnaire fairly early on they're going to do conflicts checks which will take however long it does whether it's a few days to a few weeks they're going to make sure that there are no conflicts before they continue and again like i said you're going to move up the ranks and they are determining whether or not your practice fits their metrics personalities end up being something they can determine fairly early on they like you i can see working with this person that's fairly easy to determine early on so once you continue they're getting into more minute details about what their practice chair needs for this particular office and so forth and that's you're going to also be prepared to answer the same questions with different people. <laughs> don't feel like I answered it with this person over here so I don't need to answer it again or I asked this person the question. Ask it again to another person. Don't feel like you can't ask the same questions of different folks that you're meeting with. But it will go up the ranks. They will take a vote typically and usually once it gets to the voting point everyone has pretty much decided that yes we want to go forward um, so that's sometimes a technicality and then you're looking at receiving an offer letter there is a time where some partners will see the offer letter and it's perfect and they accept sometimes there's some negotiation which we usually help with and then you decide yes I'm moving or no I'm not and then you're giving notice and getting into that process, which is a whole different topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that that process, the one one other comment that I would have to add to what you're talking about from the candidate perspective, once you've committed to going through the process with the firm, you are actually interviewing. And so some things to be aware of when you are interviewing is to be able to, be able to articulate what it is you really need. So knowing your practice, knowing the business that you have, what are some needs that you have, formulating questions that are going to help you analyze, is this the right fit for your client base? Are there business conflicts? Every, anything else that goes along your platform? Also, understanding what it is you're trying to achieve financially. If you're making this move, are you happy with your current comp or is it that you're trying to shift things a bit and be on a platform where your practice and your compensation is going to grow three times because that does happen. But having a sense of your numbers, what it is you're trying to achieve. And then lastly, what is it about this particular firm that truly interests you? I think when you can articulate why this firm is appealing to you, um, it, 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 it builds more rapport. Questioning and having good questions builds rapport, and interviewing is about that. It's about learning and building rapport and finding if this is going to be the right fit. 
So those are some other things that I would would add to. I would think that interviewing as a partner can be a whole new topic we should handle. (laughs) We should cover that as well. Well, Dee, thank you. Thank you for your comments today. And to our audience, thank you for being here and joining our Law Light podcast. And this is our Partners on the Move series. We look forward to our next episode, which is the classy exit, Transitioning with Grace. We have found our way. It's a brand new day. And we'll be making history. Are you with me? have come so far this is who we are and like the rising sun we have just begun to play our part this is the time we form the chorus lift your voice for those before us we can rely on one another feel the pride let's show our